What's happening, people? This might be the most important weight loss podcast you ever listen to. It's probably the stuff that you need to know way more than anything to do with fat loss itself because actually, practically, fat loss is pretty simple. Most of it comes down to just reducing your calories. Do you know what's not simple? Do you know what's actually confusing? Like genuinely, I understand why people find this so confusing is how to keep it off. How do you do that? If I've lost weight, do I not need to continue eating less calories? These are all the questions that are valid that people have. So that is what I intend to do. I intend to answer them a bit like some of the other videos I've done in the past where I've gave you exact frameworks to follow with losing weight. This is an exact framework to follow to keep the weight off and manage to do so for years to come. So it will give you everything you need to know. So I've got I've got different sort of subjects, different sort of topics that's going to cover pretty much all the questions you have. So if I start delving into a topic and you're like, he's not answered how many calories I should be on, it will come. I just need to preface it with all the other more important information. And hopefully if I have time, I'll give you wee like sub topics because this is a video version of the podcast as well. YouTube will give you little subtopics, but I suggest you watch the full thing. And guess what? If I'm annoying, put it on 1.25 speed. If you're on Spotify, put it on 1.2 speed. I've It's a little life hack of my own that I've found out recently. Anything that's informational, stick it on 1.2 and it'll, it'll just it'll go faster, ironically. Not ironically, that's not the way you use that word. Anyway, before we get into the actual episode, if you need help with this sort of thing, DM me more info on Instagram and I'll get chatting to you about coaching. If anything, I honestly think I may be one of the best coaches for walking people through this coming from an overweight background myself because I understand how much of a mind fuck it is for people that have been overweight to maybe see their weight go up and stuff, but it's a necessary thing to happen. So honestly, I've walked so many people through this process. Also, what I'm doing on Instagram right now is if you DM me any of your weight loss or fitness um, related questions, I'm trying to voice message as much people as I can back right now to help as much people as I can because that's pretty much how I started out. But I get that many DMs now that it's hard to keep up. But I'm trying to go through them again and really give people a lot of help. Right, now without further ado, let's get into the actual topics and I'm going to tell you what they're going to be or like how I'm going to structure this just so that you know and you know what's coming next. So first the first subject is realistic weight loss so that you don't keep dieting forever then i'm going to explain metabolism so that i can explain what to do with your calories then i'm going to talk to you about setting new goals so that you don't get like lose motivation because you're not seeing scale weight progress anymore because that's not where we're going to be looking for progress and you won't see progress in that regard well if you look at it the wrong way um then i'm going to explain to you the weight that you're probably going to gain back and how to do that without fucking your head up. And then also the last one is explaining how you should maybe get some help with that um, and exactly why I've done it in the past for myself as well. So with actual weight loss, before you even start to like think about, or even maybe you should start thinking about maintaining the weight you've lost. For me, I spent Probably, like, I was I was actual fat until I was like 18, 19. So from like eight to like 18, 19, I was actually fat. See, from like 19 to 23, I, I would like go to the gym for like three months and I would, uh, when I do this, I would always be eating less calories. So it would always be like, right, I want to lose weight. I'm maybe going to try lifting weights. 
um, but I'm always going to do this well with the intention of losing fat. So I was on this never-ending cycle of dieting. So if I wasn't dieting, I was doing nothing. I was just gaining all the weight back. I wasn't exercising, or at least I wasn't hitting the gym anyway. I'd have maybe played football a wee bit, but I still gained the weight back. Um, so I was on this. Like I think one of my mates was actually talking to me the other day, and because I've been bulking now for two years, so now I'm turning twenty-eight months. He was like massive difference from the never-ending calorie deficit they used to be on. Because I used to just keep trying to lose weight, and I, I would be like. Right, as, as soon as I see my abs, then that'll be what, what I'm looking for. That's why I keep dieting. I think, honestly, I couldn't even get to see them. It was only later down when I'd maybe lifted for a while that I seen my abs for a bit. But even then, I had to restrict my calories too much just because of where I genetically store fat and stuff. I'd be quite happy if I go the rest of my life without never seeing my abs, to be honest. It's not worth it for what I have to do. Maybe I wouldn't have to get down to as low body fat now. haven't figured that out yet, but still, it's just not... Um, sustainable for me or it's just not something I even care about and I'm not prepared to do um, but this is where people find themselves they're either they never learn to eat in the middle they either learn to restrict themselves or have no restrictions whatsoever so they either keep they just keep losing weight and gaining the weight back in an uncontrolled fashion so you'll you'll find out in this podcast you are going to gain some like weight back but that doesn't necessarily mean loads of it's fat or it's all fat in fact we're gonna our intention is to make sure it's not all fat and um, but it's also to make you understand what is realistic because you won't be able to achieve what is unrealistic this is actually like the framework that you need to follow to not fuck your head up because this might be a bit challenging for your head right but the alternative of continuing to eat less calories and continuing to do what you've done to lose weight is binging and gaining the weight the weight back in an uncontrolled way and most uh, uncontrolled way and most likely more than you lost in the first place because what you'll be doing is you're depleting your hormones and stuff. So I've talked about a lot of this in the past. You'll see that it'll all sort of come together if you've listened to any of my stuff. Um, but I've not outlined the exact framework and spent a full like hour talking about what you need to do to maintain the weight and how you need to change your mindset and what you can focus on so that you don't mess up your head and you do this properly and it needs an hour of attention at least um podcast wise it also needs various hours of you maybe listening to other podcasts i have about similar sort of topics and reverse dieting and increasing calories or like go listen to other people there's plenty of people that are smarter than me talking about this as well i've got a soft voice and accent and i'm quite nice to listen to it so um maybe just listen to me and sack everyone else off um and also this is the problem that people face that just go on with pts doing fat loss challenges doing like photo shoots and stuff and just losing the weight and then then posting your progress pictures and stuff you never learn how to keep it off and like all these sort of fat loss challenges, photo shoot diets without actually spending time learning how to keep it off. They're honestly not much better than like the dieting culture that like slimming clubs and stuff have created. It's very similar. It's just like right here's how to lose weight. Let's do it in an extreme way. Let's starve you. Let's make you constantly obsessed with food and then let's not teach you anything after that just so that we can profit off another 
fucked up way of dieting because that's what it is it's just a controlled way of starving people do doing a photo shoot people hate hearing that but it's because they know it's true right so first of all we need to explain metabolism because most of the time people don't want to increase their calories because they they don't really understand how metabolism works and if we just briefly describe a little bit of how it works or how your metabolism works so you can understand why we do what we do going forward um so when you're losing weight right your metabolism is going to adapt to it and it's so say your your like your metabolism so that's just like your bmr included with what you do on a day so like your tde your total daily expenditure right so say for example just say for me like mine's is probably like to stay the same weight i could probably eat like three thousand calories maybe three thousand one hundred then to lose weight i'd first of all go about two thousand five hundred just say after like four or five weeks i might need to bring that down to like two thousand four hundred and I would do that for a 12-week phase and I might have to go start at 2,500 and end on like 2,200, right? Um, and what happens over time, my metabolism will adapt to the lower calories and that's why I need to bring it down. And there's a few different things happening. So first of all, if I'm losing weight, my body then requires slightly less energy because I'm moving a slightly less heavy human. Same way if you had four people in a car versus five people in a car and you drove from just say glasgow to london then the the person the car with four people in it would require less fuel than the car with five people in it providing their they're not uh, that their weight is distributed equally i.e the four people weigh the exact same and the five people weigh the exact same the five people car um would require more fuel because the the car would be heavy but not loads more so do you know what i mean not loads more but that's that's at play as well then also because our body doesn't it doesn't want to lose fat it just doesn't we're not made to we're made to uh, store energy we're not made to like um lose fat we're made for survival and um, your body will do stuff you can't control to bring down your metabolism so it's called metabolic adaptation it doesn't mean your metabolism is breaking it just means our body can do pretty wild stuff to reserve energy or pretty wild stuff to also um, expend energy if we're eating more as well um, so when you're bringing them down you need to bring them down slowly over time what your body's doing to reserve energy is things like fidgeting less you'll naturally like see if you didn't track your steps and you were to just diet for like 12 weeks see the last four weeks of that if you weren't tracking your steps if you had no way of tracking your steps naturally your movement would probably decrease you would probably naturally do less steps unless you're forcefully making yourself do them um, and your body will do things you like literally don't even have a clue about so you, even like you might blink less um, and that's ways of your body um, trying to reserve energy so your metabolism is coming down over time also at the same time your hormones are going to change so they're going to literally going to um your body's going to alter your hormones to try basically make you eat more food so like your ghrelin levels are going to increase which is your hunger hormone so that's why the longer you die or the more weight you lose the hungrier you feel over time 
and then you've got your leptin hormone as well and now I always get confused with if your leptin decreases or increases I, I don't know why it's just a mind fuck thing that I have but basically whatever way leptin's going it's going to make you feel as that's your satiety hormone it's going to make you feel less full um, when you eat so you, you're going to be hungrier more often and food is going to fill you up less again this is the reason I'm going through all of this is because so many people will come to me and be like I lost all my willpower my motivation I couldn't I was ravenous in the cupboards I couldn't stop after I was dieting and I gained all the weight back and they think it's a combination of like their lack of motivation and willpower and their like they're unable to stop themselves around food a lot of it is a byproduct of dieting and not knowing this stuff and not they they naturally don't have control really over what they're doing because their body's just like mate you've been fucking me up for too long with this less calorie shit you're either gonna give me more food in a controlled way or i am gonna do things to your brain and your 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 body to make you do it that's effectively in a five-year-old sense what is happening if i was to explain it to five-year-olds wouldn't get that a 10-year-old i'm explaining it to you like you're a 10-year-old don't think you're stupid by the way comes across as i think you're a stupid wee man or woman i don't but I, that's because i'm not actually that scientific so i have to explain it in a way that i can understand as well as you so that's what's happening with metabolism now the reason i go through all of that is because i can work on the way back up as well so your metabolism at no point has been broken um which is uh like a term that people that like to say calorie counting or like decreasing your calories doesn't work that's a term they love they froth on using to scare you from um, tracking your calories or they like to scare you into thinking um a calorie deficit doesn't work even though all uh, anyone that's ever lost weight has done f done it through decreasing their calories um and whatever way they've wanted to dress it up whether it's been intermittent fasting or the keto diet or whatever it's always um due to a decrease in calories um so your metabolism isn't broken it has adapted to the lesser calories and it can adapt to higher calories as well and this is what we want to learn if we want to keep the weight that we've lost off um now before we get into the actual calories right what we're essentially going to do um is reverse diet that's essentially what we're doing now reverse dieting as a term gets a lot of flack whether you want to call it reverse dieting whether you want to call it going back up to maintenance or whether you want to call it slowly gaining a, a tiny bit of weight back whatever you want to, whatever term whatever term you want to give this um it's just literally increasing calories reverse dieting in terms of like the nutrition space and like the scientific nutrition space and people that are doing studies they honestly just like to argue over terms like even to the point where it's like people who talk about starvation mode it's just it's a term that gives off the wrong impression and like it doesn't make any sense 
but people will actually get bogged down on yes starvation mode does exist because your metabolism adapts over time and stuff which is everything i just went through which is true but the problem with the term is it makes people think that if they eat less calories they'll gain fat which is so fucking stupid so the science space love to get bogged down in these terms and whether or not they're right because this says reverse dieting I'm pretty sure people are just like, well, you can't, and like, if you increase your calories too much, then you will start gaining fat. Your metabolism isn't that straightforward. Everyone's is different, so like, you can't just keep adding calories because it's going to uh, change depending on the person. Obviously, you get that. Just we call it reverse dieting, right? Because we're reversing your calories back up the way. It's called reverse dieting. If you want to call it something else, and give it a slightly different term to suit your fucking needs, I don't give a fuck. I'm calling it reverse dieting, right? So with calories, first of all, well, nutrition in general and calories, you want to keep your food that you've been eating pretty similar, not your calories, but just like you, if you've been hitting a protein goal and it's been keeping you full and it, you, like it's helping you in the gym, that we want to keep that protein goal. We don't need to increase it, but we want to keep that. If we're having more fruit and veg, which you should be having, like even just a goal of five to 10, we, we should be keeping those things in. Now, you can get away with eating some slightly more slightly less satiating foods so like things like peanut butter and just stuff like that you can start implementing them in but this doesn't mean that we now use the extra calories we have on foods that are shite basically because that's you going back to your bad habits now it is easier to eat these higher calories like you'll have more food so your hunger shouldn't be as bad or at least a little while into eating more calories but you don't want to get back into the old way of like right i've got 500 more calories so that equates to a big mac or whatever a big mac is in calories do you know what i mean you don't want to get into those habits so you can be slightly less lenient on your choices but you still want to hit protein and fruit and veg to basically make sure that your diet's still pretty good and it's still filling you up now our aim genuinely our aim is to get your calories as high as they can be without you really gaining weight because so you will gain some weight over time but we want to oh, the fucking midget in my face we want to gain these in a way where it's controlled uh, or gain this weight in a way where it's controlled and if we can eat as much as like if we can really increase these without these calories without your weight gain, uh, going up too much then that is the ideal scenario so first of all just say for example again i'll use myself i'm going to use myself as the example for the numbers right because that's it's the easiest to, i don't want to think up as some random you know woman that i've made up in my head that's called charlene she's 45 from the east end of glasgow i'm going to use myself so i'm from addington i'm 27 i am single um and i require probably about 3000 calories to stay the same weight let's use my scenario where i've got down to 2200 um i've lost I've lost 10 kilos, man. I've went from a 7 out of 10 to an 8.3 out of 10, which is realistic, and I think that's the numbers I would give myself. Because I'm actually heavier than what I'm talking about right now, I'd say I'm about 6.5. But over the course of the next year, I'm going to go back up. I might even reach an 8.4, I reckon, um, just with how much stronger I've got. I think I've got potential to really increase my rating out of 10 this year. And I'm just... I think I've got smarter this year as well. So, you know, intellectually, that might just, if you hear me speak, you might be like, do you know what? I thought he was an eight. He's actually an 
six. Anyway, got a wee bit sidetracked talking about thinking about how fit I'm gonna be later down the year. Um fit as in good looking. Anyway, my my maintenance, right, three thousand, we've went down to two thousand two hundred, I've lost ten kilos, um and now my aim is to increase my calories. I want to maintain that 10 kilo loss over the 12 weeks that I've done or the 14 weeks or whatever. Well, we'll say 12. That's still quite, that's quite a lot of weight to lose, by the way, especially for me because I'm not like really overweight. But 10 kilos in 12 weeks is a lot. That's on the higher end of what you can expect to lose. That midgy better get out of my eyeball sight or I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to slap fuck out of it. Anyway, so... What I would do now is my aim is to sort of get back up to that 3,000 um, 3, calories and maybe increase it from there. Um, so what I'm going to do is I've got two choices. I can either add 500 calories straight away or if I'm maybe not done this before and I'm a bit scared of like seeing the increase on the scale and stuff I can add 300 and then maybe over like two weeks aim to have that 500 added on so add 300 straight away then after one week add another 100 then after another week add 100 onto there so I've then added on to 500 added on the 500 and I'm now up to 2700 just like the other scenario where I've just bumped that up straight away um, and then what I want to know is I might jump up on the scale a little bit but it won't be fat um, I'm literally think of weighing yourself with 2200 calories from the previous day inside you uh, or whatever of that has left you versus 500 calories extra so 500 calories of food if it, it's probably going to be mostly carbs so you're going to retain a bit more water with that as well so remember for every gram of carb we eat we usually store or we roughly store around three to four grams of glycogen with that and um, so if you were to just use those extra 500 calories you've got on carbs because your protein goals stay the same then there's a good chance you might weigh more now this is information you don't need to know but just in case this happens and it fucks your head a bit i think i'm pretty sure every single time i've done this my weight has actually went down after i've increased my calories now you can never you never know why this happens or why it doesn't happen you can't really predict it our bodies are quite complex things you can only hypothesize massive word that's probably the the most the one of the biggest words i've ever thrown in there with no hesitation and pronounced it very well so i'm very chuffed with myself there um we can only hypothesize you know about us um and what we would say and this would be my guess is when we diet we have the cortisol like your cortisol levels which is the hormone um to do with stress so my hypothesis don't need to say it again gavin gavin can't even say your own name is that when we diet our cortisol levels rise which causes us to um retain a little bit more water as well um, so when we stop dieting, our stress levels come down a little bit. And I don't mean dieting causes your work to get more stressed and stuff. It's just stressful on the body. Um, and then it's going to raise your cortisol levels. I've never looked into this properly. I don't think there would be any studies on it. I've never hooked myself up to something. I don't even really know if you can um, 
you can gauge all of that if you can get a reading on all of those levels but that's my that's my thesis that when i've increased my calories my stress levels or my stress hormone cortisol has downregulated a little bit and that's why i end up weighing a little bit less when i actually increase my calories only at the very start um so again that isn't like i've not increased my calories then lost weight after it that's just all the different things that can happen with your scale weight um and it was just for it i just thought it was interesting to throw that and anyway now there's a good chance when you increase that your weight might go up you might be different than me again i wouldn't worry about it your weight should change after you've increased calories in some way i reckon or it might stay the same but we need to know this because going forward you've bumped up that initial 500 calories like i said my maintenance is still 3000 even if i've lost weight you want to still try push these calories back up disregard what your maintenance was before we want to figure out what our new maintenance is and like if you this is the way you want to do it every five to seven days if your weight sort of stays around the same i would just shove 100 calories on there right and see it's basically a case of seeing what you can get away with so this is going to be different for everyone else but the more food you can eat and stay around the same weight the better and the better the gym will go which is going to tie into what i'm going to say with everything after because it's important that we shift our mind completely away from wanting these numbers on the scale to come down so all of this sort of ties in together i've really planned out the way that i'm going to structure everything that i'm saying um so let's see how much we can get away with bringing them up so when we, when i push these up to like 3000 say i've started at 2200 within like eight weeks i'm back up to 3000 maybe even 3100 you might say but gavin you weigh less so do you not require less energy um because i might have built muscle the more i might have more muscle on me than the last time i was up at or i was down at this weight also i might have had a different job also i might be training harder in the gym i might just feel better in general i might be sleeping better than i was before you want to disregard what your maintenance was maybe a lower weight or what you uh, thought it was a few years ago because your lifestyle might be different and there's so many different variables that you can't control like your body might just be working more efficiently now you might just be sleeping better and stuff and you might be able to increase your calories what you want to do is see you want to just trial it out see if you can bring them up without really gaining weight and if you do start increasing them and say you increase another 100 and you do see your weight go up like half a kilo um or a kilo momentarily and then come back down like half a kilo but you're half a kilo up that's absolutely fine just don't increase 100 and then if you go another like week or two and it's sort of staying the same i would bump them up 100 again and if you're like yeah but i've, I've just gained weight i'm going to explain the one of the last subjects is going to go through how we are going to have to gain some sort of weight back here or the or your scale weight is going to have to increase at some point but here's the sort of numbers that you can follow to know if it's too far or not basically because it's going to have to go up at one point you're not going to get to your lowest weight ever and stay there nor should that be the aim and nor is that healthy it's just not what you're after and it's just not possible to do that really without fucking yourself over in some sort of way now 
with these increases in calories, we want to frame this in a way that, right, it's not about scale weight loss anymore. These extra calories, if I'm on more calories, the gym will go better. If I'm on more calories, I can get stronger in the gym. My gym sessions should be going better. Because I'm on more calories, my sleep will probably go better. I'm probably going to be less stressed. Less stress. Um, why is my camera went off? Ah, oh, I was meant to film this as a video episode, but I think my camera might have just went off, which it has. So this will just be an audio episode. Um, apologies to everyone that is listening. Um, you would not have known, actually. You would not have known that this was a video episode as well. Um, but my cameras just went off, so this is just going up as an audio episode. That means um, I can actually put my feet up and get comfy and stop looking into the camera. Probably be able to concentrate on my words more. So do you know what? Fuck it. Fuck it. Who gives a fuck? I give, I give up with filming my face. I'm just going to be a radio DJ from now on. Where was I before that? Fucker turned off. I was in a groove. Nah, don't worry. I've got I've got it. My brain is coming back to me. It's all coming back to me. New setting new goals. So we're we're talking about increasing the calories so that we focus on the gym. Fuck I'm comfy. Um so that we now focus on the gym more than focusing on your weight coming down on the scale. So it's impossible when you're losing weight, especially if you've done it properly. And no matter how many times you weigh yourself, no matter how many fucking podcasts you've listened to of mine where I talk about how to like detach your emotions from the scale and stuff, what will happen is if you've lost weight effectively, you have used the scale as your sort of little, little dopamine spike um, each week or each time you've seen the scale drop. So that's been the little thing that's probably kept you going a bit. Obviously, you've maybe you've maybe enjoyed the gym. You've maybe enjoyed getting a wee bit stronger in the gym as well. You've maybe you've maybe enjoyed seeing your measurements come down as well and just feeling a bit better. Maybe getting a compliment, but you probably relied on those little kicks of the scale going down. It's natural. As much as I will harper on about not using that as your metric your only metric of progress and try to get away from it there will be a part of you that's used that so what what i'm talking about with reverse dieting and keeping the weight off i will also like this exact same progress uh, process is how you diet break someone um and how so like if you're if you're gonna you have a lot of weight to lose you have to do this in the middle basically or you might have to do it two or three times um, and like diet 12 weeks lose whatever you lose then bring your calories back up because of your what your metabolism and your hormones will do to you um, and I find quite a lot that when you diet break clients who are trying to lose weight and they've done so they've like they've managed to lose weight in their first 12 weeks a lot of them struggle to do this because they they haven't quite got their head around that progress is made in the gym. Like the most, like all your progress, and if you're going to keep this up for life, you need to focus on the gym first. And all your biggest wins are actually your lifts. Your biggest wins aren't anything to do with the scale. 
um, they're always your lifts. You have to look at it like that. And people can argue with me there. It's not really an argument. I'm not stating a fact. This is just my, like, what I've found is you need to focus on lifts more than the scale. Um, so this can be and th this can be a bit of a mind fuck when you're trying to keep the weight off because you were so motivated because you were losing weight and that was your goal. You're now like, right, but where am I making progress now? Like if I'm just keeping it off, why, why, why even bother? I'm not like losing weight anymore. I'm not going to be looking any better. Yes, you will. And you will feel better in the gym and this will be the best, genuinely the best the gym. If you've only ever like myself, trained on less calories for a while, you have no idea what you're capable of in that gym with more calories. Like, you'll get a shit ton stronger. If you've spent, like, three to six months losing weight and you've also started the gym along with it, your gym sessions are shit. See, towards the end of a dieting phase, for me, like, if I'm be dieting for 10 weeks, the gym is terrible. All my lifts come are coming down. Um, I can't hit any PBs, I barely want to go and that's not down to like my intrinsic motivation or my mindset, that's the result of dieting, that's what it does to you, so if you're only used to training like that, you should be fucking excited for how much stronger you're going to get when you have more energy and your body starts to really like, like a few weeks in, you're used to like having more food inside you and stuff and you start to recover better from the gym, wait till you see how much stronger you'll get. And in the long run, I was explaining this to a few clients the other day as well, because some people are like, I'm too busy to try to lose fat and stuff just now. I'm like, right, just focus on hitting like a higher calorie amount and getting stronger. That's where all the progress comes from. Anyone you've ever looked up to and went, oh, like they're in great shape or whatever, um, I always preface this by saying, please don't compare yourself to others or anything. But they've spent a long, 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 long time eating more calories and getting stronger and then they've lost fat at one point. Everything to do with someone getting in good shape is done with getting stronger in the gym. It's not done. The fat loss bit is basically just revealing how much strength you have. Think of it as that, as that way. And it's literally just a case of decreasing your calories for a while. So if you've ever like if your aspirations are just to keep looking and feeling better about yourself, then it will all come from the gym. So the idea that there's no progress to be made anymore is a is a farce. Uh, I was going to say is a fallacy. I don't know if that makes sense, but I cannot stress enough how and like why you should be excited for now. Like this is this is where the fun begins. This is where the gym actually gets good. It was shit before. The gym on less calories is a shit place. It's a place of lacking energy. It's a place of fuck this. It's a place of how am I meant to move more weight when all I can think about is food. This is the best time to get in the gym. So you've done all the hard work in terms of restricting yourself. Now's time to fucking live life a bit. Now's time to actually get strong um, and see what you're actually capable of um, without having to think about, like, do I have the calories for this halo top you you don't have to stress about that as much anymore so can like and for example for me well not me i'll use clients i'll literally set them specific goals of like say they're they're a beginner in the gym i'll be like right we're gonna try and just say it's a woman we're gonna try deadlift 65 kilos for five reps and they might be 
three or four months off that i'll specifically give them a goal that's not too long term but not too short term that they can hit in like two weeks or whatever and i'll be like right that's what we're aiming for in three or four months i want to see you deadlift 65 kilos which would be an increase of 2.5 every week with good form as well um and set yourself little goals like that because you'll see your strength increase um week on week and like four months you you can build quite a lot of strength in four months um or if you've never ate more calories before so get excited for that set some really specific goals um and it also means that the weight that's good you're gonna gain as well like in this slow and controlled way which again i'm still gonna go over um it means you can justify that because even though a tiny bit of it some of it like you want to be able to avoid some of it being a bit of fat but you can justify it by going right okay now i'm three kilos heavier after a few months but i've definitely built a lot of muscle i've put 20 kilos on my deadlift it helps because this is all in your head as well like a lot of this is to do with controlling the many sort of panic attacks your brain will have about gaining weight or increasing calories and stuff especially if you come from a background of constantly trying to lose fat so this is so important that you can justify some of the jumps that are going to happen on the squeal uh, on this on the squeal um so that you can justify some of the jumps because you need to you need to be able to justify it otherwise you're going to want to keep bringing your calories back down you'll get stuck in that sort of stuck in that mindset of every time you increase or every time your weight goes up you need to automatically bring your calories down do you need to get away from that and this will help you do that um now weight right so i've quickly delved into the next subject because honestly as soon as you stay say these sort of things to people that your weight's gonna have to go back and up and stuff and and people that have worked so hard to lose weight they're so reluctant to do this are so scared of it happening and they're so scared of what it might do to their mindset and stuff like that that you need you can't even wait five minutes to tell them why it why it has to happen and what what is like an ideal scenario for how much weight to gain so that they don't sort of freak out so first of all you can't state your low weight in you will gain some weight on the scale except that now if you've lost like five stone, you're now at your lowest weigh in. Just say for me, when I've lost weight, I think one time I got down, so I currently weigh about 15 stone. This is the heaviest I'll ever be, probably, unless I don't know, I have a divorce and all my kids leave me or something, I might get fat then. Um, but this is the one big bulk I've done that will never be heavier than this. But I used to usually, when I'd lost weight, I would usually sit between 11 stone and like 13 stone. So I've got down to 11 stone before. I think probably the bottom end of it, I'll just say in kilos actually, I got down to like 72. I'll never be that way again. That's the lowest I'll ever get. I had barely any muscle on me. I'll never get down to that again, nor do I have any intention to do it. That required a shit ton of dieting. I looked like shit anyway at the end. I had to basically starve myself. I'll never be that way again. But I've increased weight in a pretty controlled way um to be honest which i'm pretty happy with so like when i've increased um the ideal scenario is to probably gain around seven to fourteen pounds in a year 
that would be the ideal scenario. So if you've lost like five stone and you're terrified to gain in weight back, accept that you will gain some weight back. And if it can be over the course of a year and it's seven to 14 pounds, you have fucking nailed it. Now, also, if in that year you've managed to increase your calories um, and just say you're a woman and you've got to, you've brought your calories all the way up to like 2,700 by doing that, what we outlined before of adding 100 calories. By the time you get to 2,700, your me- your metabolism won't keep adapting, by the way. Like, it, there's only a certain limit, and that limit is different for everyone. But if you've cr- increased all the way to 2,700, you might now be starting to gain a little bit of fat, but um, or like your weight might start to increase a wee bit faster. But if you just follow that framework outlined about like if it if it's gaining, just stop and don't add a hundred, then um, you should be all right. But with over the course of a year, if you follow everything I've said, and you've gained fourteen pounds, but you've got a shit ton stronger in the gym. Quite a lot of that will be muscle. Again, I cannot get say, oh, here, by the way, seven pounds of that will be muscle. You've absolutely no idea. But if you've got stronger, a lot of that will be muscle. Um, and you will look drastically different to the last time that you were at that weight when you lost weight. So you are now at the point where you might have only gained six or seven pounds of fat. Maybe you gained eight pounds of fat. Maybe you only gained like four or five pounds of fat. Now, what you can do is do a small, small dieting phase for four, anywhere between four to eight weeks. I would make it as short as possible. You don't have to aim to lose all of that 14 pounds. And just say you were at the higher end of that, you could maybe lose 10 and be like, well, fuck it, I've gained quite a lot of strength that year. Actually, now that I've lost 10 pounds, I look even better than I did when I lost all that weight anyway quite happy here. Do you know what I mean? Um, that's the way you sort of want to look at it. These are like ideal scenarios um, because what you have to realise as well is you might have a holiday, you might have a Chris- Christmas. That's also why it's unrealistic as well as many other factors for you to lose weight and stay at the same weight because you're gonna life is going to happen. You're going to have things crop up and stuff. Um, so it's pretty unrealistic for you to go, I'm going to um, stay the same way and I'm not going to do anything for the rest of my life. Birthday, absolutely not. I'm staying on, staying this way. Um, but also you would, you would have to increase your calories anyway because if not, your hormones will make you increase your calories in an uncontrolled way. Um, but if you could do one little tidy up every year, now for like four to eight weeks, then that's a win. You probably had to spend a lot of time dieting if you've lost a lot of weight. I think all of us would be pretty happy if we just had to spend four weeks every year losing a couple of pounds and that's absolutely fine. Again, the one thing I would say with all of this is don't make it your aim to stop tracking calories as soon as you've lost weight. That's how you'll fuck it. Um, Don't make it an aim of when you go on holiday that balance looks like you've been able to eat whatever you want because you've lost weight now that you go to the gym you still need to be mindful i made a few instagram reels that pissed a few people off but i was like see since i've lost weight and had a good relationship with food most of the time when my dad would ask me if i wanted to take away back home i would say nah combination of i just don't i just don't feel that comfortable eating that amount of food nor do i need to 
or want to and something and a combination of the more i've worked on my diet and spent time eating better the takeaways and stuff just make me feel like shit and then also when i go on holiday i just don't take it too far i would took it too far with drinking but food wise if i go out for a meal it's like do you want three courses of it now just have the main meal and it won't be like i'll choose the lowest calorie option on the menu it'll be like what do i want right i want the burger and chips i'll have that i don't need the starter and dessert do you know what i don't need to have three ice creams throughout the day i'll just have the one just talking about if i was being an holiday you still need to be mindful you've got extra calories to play with but if you turn this into a binge which if you don't do what i've talked about before like so that you're focused on the gym and stuff then you can easily turn your increasing your calories into just overdoing it so you need to be mindful of that as well i personally think you should track for until you have lost weight then kept it off for just i've never thought about this but just say for like a year i think you should be pretty vigilant on tracking calories because then you know your body inside out you know the calories and like people are like oh this is all too confusing well, what other option do you have do, do you want to just ignore it and like constantly be trying to lose weight and like not understanding any of it or do you want to spend a year or two learning about it and then having a better relationship with food and exercise for the rest of your fucking life which will calm down so many of your thoughts if you do it i don't i think that's a that's a good trade-off i can now get to the point where i probably could go a year without tracking and get away with it but i spent four years tracking do i regret any of it do i think it took away anything from my life absolutely not i think i added quite a lot to my life um and it gave me a relationship with food that i would have never got without it um so i personally think you should try well i at least for six months after losing weight you should track because i don't see any i don't see much scenarios where you don't regain weight too fast and um, also throughout this phase hopefully you would have gathered that anyway when i was talking about your weight creeping up anyway is don't avoid the scales and you want to get used to seeing these um increases in the scale and just like you want to get used to the fluctuations when you're losing weight you want to get used to seeing it go up as well and if you can be like right seven fourteen pounds throughout the year get a lot stronger you're not i'm not i'm also not treating this as like bulking i'm just saying this is just normal sort of weight gain that'll happen and if you can bring it just bring it in check every now and then that would be perfect now what i'm going to finish on before this is the last sort of I do like subtopics when I do a podcast I basically do a subject and then do five or six points for that um, podcast the last one I'm going to talk about is potentially getting a coach throughout this now you probably are aware I probably should be way more salesy I'm getting there this year I definitely have been a good bit more salesy but I just didn't talk about my services enough now I've done this exact same process fuck knows how many times a lot of times I honestly can walk somebody through this like like it's the back of my hand now I, I know exactly when they're going to start freaking out I know exactly what to say to them and because I have been the fucking fat cunt 
and I'm talking about myself there, so don't you take offence. You can't fat shame people and fat shame myself. I was a fat cunt because I had the brain of someone who was overweight from childhood. I know exactly what happens when you see your weight go up when you've been so focused on your weight through your full fucking life. I know exactly what your brain says to make you want to decrease your calories and I know exactly what uh, someone on the outside needs to say to you to calm that fucker down. So I've walked people through this loads and loads of times. The reason I'm also good at it is because I hired a coach the first sort of bulk I done because I was really bad at like trying to build muscle because I was so scared of seeing my weight go up. Now certain things that happen so for example, use me as an example, when I done the first time I ever like tried to gain muscle with a coach, um, my weight would go up, say it would go up like a kilo um, over the space of like a weekend, I would feel like I never even really like increased my calories, it would just be like a fluctuation or whatever, and I would instantly like look in the mirror and be like, I could visualise where that kilo was on my body without it actually even being there, I would start being like, right, I would start feeling my the bottom of my stomach and stuff and I'd be like I can feel that is on me um, straight away and a lot of that is maybe to do with like I have retained a little bit more water so I can grab my skin a little bit more but a lot of it was in my head and just like I don't have body dysmorphia like I don't um, but maybe little touches of like body dysmorphia I would because I, I feel like when you say body dysmorphia you're like I've got body dysmorphia I don't but like certain aspects of that like everyone has it like and also every mirror you look in you'll look different there's some mirrors that we've got about four mirrors in this this house some of them i look good some of them i look shit and also i would find that when i had maybe gained weight why humans are like this i don't know but i would go look in the mirror that i look the worst in and be like feeling my flab and i'd be like yeah that's a fat kilo of fat and then I would do like my check-in with my coach, I would have progress pictures, I'd be like, yep, all good, um, kilo increase on the scale, so we're just not going to increase your calories for a while, um, but your strength is going up massively, you can see your back getting a bit um, bigger and stuff like that as well, um, there's a kilo scale, there's a kilo increase in the scale, but nothing really to worry about, and see, as soon as I got that voice message back, I would look in the mirror and be like, looking good, son. <laughs> That's how fucked it is. You just having that person outside you to walk you through it that has walked other people through it before and knows what your brain is doing and when it's being erratic and when it's actually being catastrophic. And basically what it's trying to get you to do is maybe stop what you're doing and go back to what your normality is, but your normality is what has got you to this point where you need to listen to 55 minutes of me speaking um, to understand your own body. Do you know what I mean? So I think it's so important that I, th I think this is the part that people fuck up more than anything. Fat loss is, is simple. I'm not saying it's easy, but it's simple. This is a lot more confusing and it requires you to do stuff and trust in a process that, like, not going to lie, because everyone's so different, because what I explained to you about metabolism and like how, how your body reserves energy and how it's di everyone's different and how they actually can't study these things, 
that means you need to rely on doing on going for a framework where you can't predict what exactly is happening you can only read your own data or get a coach to read your data so i mean like your calories and your protein and going what's normal and understanding what to do from there and um, so that's why it's confusing because it maybe makes less sense because you need to do it once to understand how your body works because there's so many variables and um, but so you need to work with someone that knows what how things can vary and knows what's normal and maybe what's not so they can pull back or push you up and stuff um so i would say honestly three three out of four clients that come to me have or maybe half of my clients have lost weight before and put it all back on and this is the thing they need to learn okay, i would say 50 percent of people's problem is learning this especially the people that maybe aren't overweight but they think they need to lose weight and they just keep regaining like my scenario where just keep regaining and losing the same two stone and just like being miserable forever this is the the thing they need to learn i am so i can't stress enough how much a coach will help your brain get around this give you the education you need um and calm your erratic brain down and if you get a coach i'm probably i probably should be that guy you know that soon to be eight out of ten coaching you through that process calming your brain down and just being a supportive supportive guy around your your fitness and weight loss goals changing your fucking life you know i am um, so we'll end it there before i big myself up so much that my head can't fit through the garage door i um, if you are looking for coaching do dm just the words more info on instagram just dm me that more info we'll have a chat we'll get you on board i'll show you how i do everything how it's completely one-on-one -on -one. no group coaching no fucking academies or big fucking groups that you're gonna go into you don't get a response from me you've got my whatsapp um and before i go quite a lot of people have been sharing these podcasts on their stories and tagging me if you do that you're a fucking legend helps the podcast loads um because it's been it's still actually doing all right even though i'm doing these solo podcasts without video clips and stuff like that so i missed like two weeks lost a little bit of listeners and now i'm not missing weeks again it's going back up people that are sharing it are helping me loads and the last thing if you could rate it on spotify if anyone's listening on an apple give me a review that will help me a fuck ton and any questions at all about anything to do with weight loss or fitness you can also ask me them on instagram and i'll try to get back to you a voice message thank you very much for your time i do think this is one of my better podcasts even though the video went off um so yeah hope you enjoyed and i'll catch you in the next one